All right, Audio Squad. Today we have a very special guest on the show. Um, he is in a band that has a new album coming out this Friday, September 29th, uh, via Open Your Ears Records. The album is produced by Brett and Vinny from I Am The Avalanche. And there's three songs out right now that you can check out uh, on Spotify and all that jazz. They're really good songs. I definitely recommend checking them out. You can also hit up pre-orders through uh, the label's website. And please welcome Howie from Late Waves. How you doing, hon? Hey, I'm great. Uh, thank you so much for having me. How you doing? I'm doing great. Better now. Hell yeah. <laughs> so just jumping right into it with the new album. Um, like I said, it's coming out this Friday. Very exciting. A, off the bat, are you ready to just like have this thing out for people to hear the whole thing at this point? Oh, so, so ready. Um, we were uh, in like the grand scheme of things, like timing wise, really, you know, we didn't have to wait as long as we've had to in the past or some, you know, plenty of other bands have to, but we're, you know, we uh, finished the record like right before the beginning of the new year. And we're so excited. It's coming out like just about 10 months later. I bet. And then I also, uh, when I was reading, I saw that when you recorded the first album, there was a even crazier wait period because uh from what i thought what i saw was correct you finished recording and then it was like everything shut down and then it was like Fuck, what do we do <laughs> yeah yeah well and that even even the whole recording process was like three separate stages over the course of like i i, I forget it was a year and a half or a year probably closer to a year and then like the last time we were in the studio uh with with vinnie and brett um the same guys like yeah we finished um i think avalanche went into the studio the week after we like right after we left and then three weeks later was like the middle of march and everything was done so yeah we got our i think like we got our first like rough mixes a couple days before like the world stopped and then we just kind of had to wait to figure out what to do with it <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely a better rollout this time then yeah yeah you know there there were there were worse problems to have you know we we, we came out okay but it was definitely the, we had to learn patience uh, of another realm like very quickly. <laughs> I mean, that's a good test, though. I mean, it shows that you guys are committed to this if you stuck through that and didn't just go, ah, you know what, screw it. You know what I mean? Yeah, for, yeah no, there was no way we were ever going to um, stop. But, yeah, it was. Uh, we're, we're very grateful that this time around it's a little uh, little more streamlined, a little different. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're just so excited it's out um, September 29th. Yeah. So like you mentioned, um, you're working with Brett and Vinny again. Was that just like a no-brainer? Was that something you wanted to do, or was it like uh, last second? Like, you know what? It was great last time. Let's just do this again. <laughs> um, I think the when we were recording the first, uh, the first full length, which we didn't even know was going to be a full length when we first entered the studio, we just came in with as many songs as we had and enough money to do that many songs in like a, you know, a few-day time period. Um, so like, it was just like, Hey, we're going to start working with them. We're stoked. Um, you know, we didn't know if it was going to be EP, if we we're going to just do singles, if the songs would ever come out. And like, literally by the end of, uh, by the end of that, like first couple days, uh, we were like, Oh, okay. Well, we're obviously making a record with them. Um, and then by the end of making that record, we're like, we're not, you know, this second we're ready to do another one. It's going to be these same two guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we have the best time with them and, uh, it's a really, we work really well together, so we're very lucky to have that. It's awesome. Was there any major differences between the writing and recording of this one as opposed to the first one? Uh, I, the biggest difference would be like, 
yeah, the biggest difference would be that we, um, the first one, like we wrote a few songs, went to the studio, went back to work to pay for the studio, toured, went back in the studio with a few more songs. It was, it was more spread out. I mean, we were writing the whole time, but it was like kind of in batches. Um, and this saw this record, we like, you know, pretty much for the last like two years have just been writing and writing and writing. And, um, you know, we went into the studio with the same amount of songs, but it was a little bit more cohesive as far as like, they were all written in between LP one and LP two. There was uh, like verses like going in for recording sessions, like in between. All right. So another thing I wanted to talk about too, um, on the last guest I had on here, we were talking about music videos and how I feel like they're making a bit of a comeback as far as um, not just being like a tool for bands and artists to use, which I mean, in some ways is true because um, it gets your sure. name and presence out there. But I feel like they're getting more back into the swing of like, I remember when I was younger, like a music video was almost as important as the music itself. Yeah. And I, f I feel like, in a way, it's coming back to the point where, like, you want to keep going back and rewatching music videos. And with that, the video for Frog, <laughs> mm -hmm. I I think is one of those. Uh, like the first time I watched it, I was like, "There's I don't know I don't know what it is." It's like you watch those videos, and it's like you start to think, "Like, is there something in here that's like hypnotizing me that I keep wanting to go back and watch <laughs> this video?" Yeah. So, how was filming that? First of all, uh, first yeah, that was uh, that was a fun day. Uh, those are very. Uh warm and moist frog suits in 90 degrees but they're uh we had a blast filming it um and as we do with like all our videos obviously this one kind of sticks out as far as uh being a little quirky and funny um but yeah like we uh we had the whole concept of the frog costumes but the the like the basis for the rest of the video kind of changed a, a few different times and like even to the point of like that morning, like we were gonna film most of that like in front of a green screen, and our buddy Chris Kunichek, who made that video and has done a few other ones for us, was like, "Nope, we're actually going out into the forest. Like we're going in the woods. Like I got a spot." And like literally, you know, we just showed up, put on frog costumes, and then you know, filmed for ten hours. <laughs> Where was that at? Uh, just like uh, by, actually by our good friend's uh, studio space, uh, just like around the corner from where we live in New Jersey. Like they got this like little nice little creek like next to their yard. Shout out Connor and Victoria. Thank you. Um, that was, uh, yeah, like literally we like showed up, took the van bench out of the van, walked it down like a little path and uh, like made our own props like, you know, like on the sidewalk in the grass. And it was uh, it was fun. Yeah, it's a good one. So with that, like people using music videos and things online as tools, like how do you guys feel about that? Because I kind of noticed and like when you go on like the band's Instagram page, there's not a, mm -hmm. a whole bunch of stuff, but the mm -hmm. things that are there are like, here's what you guys need to know if you want to follow this band, which I, yeah. that's the kind of stuff that I like when I see that, I'm like, oh, this is all I need. But then it's like, where do you find that balance of, this is how it is today. This is how music is sold and pushed out to people. Yeah. It's a, it balance is like the, the word of the day, word of the decade, I guess. I don't know. Um, you know, we, every time we like, we have a release or like something like this coming up, we'll kind of like clean house a little bit, you know, and not, we're not, uh, you know, uh, like shielding anybody from like seeing like old, like show flyers or like old videos or old promos, but it's like, here's the most current and like pertinent thing that we want you guys to pay attention to. 
which is like I, I do think it comes down to like that's really how m most people not all but like most are consuming stuff and like finding new artists like rather than like drag you know thumb down through like hundreds or thousands of posts or whatever like hey we have a new record coming out here's our current videos here's this and once people latch on to that hopefully we'll like they'll see all the stuff we've done over the last like few years you know whether they be music videos or silly like promotional content we've done um but kind of going back to like what you were saying about how music videos are making a comeback and you know if that if there is like an importance for that I mean, we have fun making them. That's what we all grew up on and, like, kind of linked us to bands. And now it's a lot more, um, it's obviously, you know, by, like, we can all see it. Like, it's a lot more short-form stuff, whether it's YouTube shorts or TikTok and all. And we do all that stuff, too. But the nice thing is, like, we get the satisfaction of making a music video like we used to grow up watching and, like, appreciating and, and finding new bands that way and, like, finding our favorite bands that way. We make those and then we like chop them up and put them up on all those platforms because, you know, that's what bands have to do to appease the algorithms and, you know, where we get it, you know. Um, but like all in all, like it's just it's it, it's nice for us to see like the video thing making a comeback, like especially when we're doing it kind of on our own accord, like it's fun. You know, we don't have like a <laughs> there's no like a big budget like wardrobe department or you know like we're not on a sound stage or anything like at this stage where we're at it's like cool like uh we have this wacky idea let's see if we can pull it off and we do and it seems to connect with people and um that's probably like what's most important to us is like just as you said like there's something that like caught you with that frog video um you know obviously it's like funny and cute and whatnot but like you know we'd like to stand by like the song being a good song too but if the video is what make people what makes people come back like that's great because it's our video, you know. That's I think sometimes that's how it starts too. Like if you see the video and then you keep watching, you're obviously you're gonna keep hearing the song, and then you get the song in your head, and it's just like a one-two punch. Yeah, for sure. And I think too, it's more accessible now for uh, bands and artists to make their own videos and like just put them everywhere as opposed to back then. Like I don't know how old you are, but I'm 34. Like bands and everything, yeah. like they would put everything out and there was like all those like TRL on MTV and it was like all about the music videos and it was like labels just putting money into all these videos, crazy amounts of money. But like now it's just, you can go ahead and do basically a video that makes the same impact and just put it right mm -hmm. up. Yeah. You literally put it right up. I mean, we've, you know, I mean, we do a lot of, uh, luckily for us, like, uh, Mike, our guitarist and singer, he's, he's great with, uh, video work and video editing. And, uh, he's done, uh, he does a lot of our, promotional content and he's done a few of our videos you know mainly himself but i mean we've also you know we, we haven't done a full music video on an iphone but we do plenty of our you know quote-unquote content on there i mean you could film you could film a full production on you know an iphone 10 still and like have it look pretty good um and that's all and you know and it's like it's the same thing you know like when we like when we were growing up you couldn't make like full production records on your you know computer easily in like 2003 you know um it could like people had that but it wasn't accessible to like almost anybody um so it's cool that like you know if if you've got good music or you or art of any kind really and you want to showcase that uh and you know share it with people the the way to get it up is pretty easy you know i mean there's obviously pros and cons to that scenario but um you know in looking at it on the, the positive side like that's awesome you know like 
you got a, uh, you're a band or you have a solo project and you want to film a music video and have it up like the day after you film it, like you can just do that, you know, and it could get a hundred views on YouTube or it could get a hundred thousand in 24 hours. Like you just don't know. Yeah, or you could, uh, if back in the day, you could try to film a video by yourself. It would be the old, the putting the VHS on the side of the camera, yeah. try to get that out to people, see how that goes. Yep, exactly. Yeah, we're we're very fortunate in the in the aspect that like you know we can like it can all be done so quickly and done well quickly if you know what you're doing or you're willing to like learn. So that's a that's a cool thing for sure. So, uh, like I said too, the record is up for pre-order, and uh, being the same age, does that like excite you knowing that you are going to have like physical copies of this out for people to grab too? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we're we're really stoked on the the couple of uh, vinyl variants that we're doing with uh, Open Your Ears Records. It's like a like a midnight galaxy blue, and then like an orange clear splatter. Um, you know, we were lucky we had some some killer stuff, uh, some killer vinyl with our first record as well. But that's definitely um, important to us. I mean, we want people to listen to the music however they want to listen to it, and whatever is easiest. But uh, we are very stoked on vinyl, and that's how we. You know, if we're at home and really want to, like, delve into something, it's, you know, put it on the record player, put on the good speakers, you know. It's not uh, just AirPods or, you know, like a Bluetooth boom, you know, whatever. It's like, let's sit down and listen to a record. And uh, that it's definitely important to us that we were able to do that. And we're, uh, yeah, very thankful for that. Yeah, that's I agree. And I love, but, like, I, you can't sit behind me. I've got a whole shelf full of records, too. And um, I think that's something that's lost a little bit nowadays for some people, like younger folks. Um yeah. Just that going to a physical, like going to a store and browsing through CDs, browsing through records, bit, making a bit of a comeback with records. I know like vinyl's been crazy the past couple years, um, but it's a lot of it's been online. But there's some cool mm -hmm. shops, places, but I, I think that's really good that bands are still focused on that. Because like you said, and I love still doing that, getting the records and opening up and having the artwork even bigger than it would have been on a CD, which is mainly what I bought when I was younger. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, if we... If we stop in, you know, if we stop in any city uh, on tour, like, you know, after a cup of coffee and something to eat, the next thing all three of us are looking up is, all right, do they have a record store? Which one's the best record store, you know? Um, yeah, and, you know, like, yeah, I, again, like, consume music however you want. Um, you know, it, even vinyl's not your thing. Vinyl's not your thing. Like, I spend most of my day listening to music on, you know, crappy car speakers because I drive around all day. But it's like when you want to focus on something and, you know, like really sit with it and, you know, find your next favorite band or, uh, you know, like share it with your friend, like listening to it on that format is just, it's the best, you know. Agreed. Um, so speaking of the band plan shows, you've got a record release show coming up at the end of October on the 27th. And Asbury yep. Park, New Jersey, at House of Independence. Yeah. Uh, if you want to go ahead and talk a little bit about the support on that show and uh, let people know what they can expect. Yeah, for sure. Um, we are very excited for this. Uh, House of Independence is, uh, if not the, the, I mean, yeah, it's our favorite venue to play uh, for sure. And it's and we've uh, supported a lot of friends and touring acts over the years there. Um, we're very excited to headline it for the first time. Um, we're playing with our good friends, uh, in Little Hag. Um, they are all absolutely wonderful. Um, and, uh, good friends of ours. We've played shows, uh, many a time, uh, before at Asbury Park. And we're really excited. They're a part of the bill. 
uh, family dinner, our new good friends. We've toured with them a few times in 2023. Um, they have a killer, killer record coming out sometime, I hope, I think, before the end of this year. Um, they're from Long Beach, Long Island, and uh, we've had a blast uh, going pretty much like all down the East Coast and out to the Midwest with them over the last like six months spread out. Uh, yeah, they're sick. I uh, I heard of them on so Nick from Bayside does a podcast where he plays songs like in between, and they were on there. And I I've been checking yeah. them out ever since. I really like them. They're they're awesome. Um, we yeah couldn't ask for like uh, better tour mates um, for uh, for a good part of this year. Um, and I'm really I I can't emphasize how good um, this record is. They've got a few. At least I think they have three singles out off that. Um, and yeah, go find them online. They're all great. Um, our uh, buddy Mateo uh, has a solo project called Charlo and Mar- uh, Charlie and Margo. Excuse me. Um, and he's going to be playing with uh, his full band. Uh, we've known each other uh, for years. Played in that Asbury scene. He's he just got off uh, playing. Uh, he got off tour playing drums, filling in for the Menzingers. Uh, he fills in for Mercy Union sometimes um just all around great human and uh killer producer as well we're excited to have him and uh and his full band and then steve kelly uh will be opening the show steve uh fronts the the band uh man dancing uh who was on a bit of a hiatus for a little bit but they're coming back this year as well and uh we've seen him play solo quite a few times and usually there are tears involved by the end of it at least for me um like happy tears but you know like feeling happy feeling tears (laughs) um so yeah and again all around like amazing dude so we're we're really really excited about this stack lineup it's all friends it's all people we've toured with it's all uh well i guess family dinners from long beach uh long island and not jersey but uh we're we're fellow beach trash with them uh we like to refer ourselves uh refer to ourselves as that so we're, we're really really stoked Awesome. That sounds like it's going to be great. I'm excited to hear the rest of the record when it comes out. Now, with the three tracks that are out, um, how many tracks are on the record? What's the full track list? Uh, there are 11. 11. Is, are any of the three that are out one that you would consider your favorite, or is it one that we haven't heard yet? Uh, my, it's really hard to pick a favorite, um, but uh, Italian Smokes, which was the second single out of the three that we put out, um, that one... I know it's definitely special to all of us, uh, you know, for different reasons. Um, but I remember hearing that demo for the first time on like a day where I was at like a, like Mike had uh, demoed the song, you know, very roughly sent it to us. The lyrics pretty much stayed exactly as is from that like initial like acoustic recording. Uh, I just like heard it on a day where I needed it, a little bit of uh, positivity in my life and like kind of at a crossroads. And I was just like, oh, yeah, that's right. Like this uh we can do a lot of cool things with this band and like it was just like a kind of wake-up call like hearing that for the first time so like playing that live recording it making that uh i mean that video is just a compilation of us on tour with family dinner for the most part but like all of that definitely holds a special place for me for sure who uh has done the mixing on the this album uh so brett romness from uh uh barbershop studios uh plays and i in the avalanche the movie life Crime and Stereo, um, he uh, engineered and mixed uh, both this record and our first. Okay. I knew he produced, but and, I wasn't produced, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. awesome. I 
the reason I ask is because the, the three tracks that are out, everything sounds so good. Like, it sounds very <laughs> tight, and, like, you can hear Maybe. everything. Like, sometimes certain parts and certain, like, instruments will get drowned out through other things, but mm. e everything is just, like, crisp on these songs. He is, Brett is an absolute, like, animal when it comes to this stuff, and just, like, super intuitive, like, and, like, really has taken us under his wing and like you know as a like which is definitely important like working with a producer like if you like have you want to have this serious relationship but just like really caring in a way that like we've all played in bands and made records that we're like super proud of but we're not like coming out of the studio you know friends best friends with the producer you know years later like um he really put a lot of time and effort into it and like really uh i think us and brett and Vinny like really like learned each other well on the first record um working together so when we like went back in for the for lp2 it was just like we just picked from 30 like we were there five minutes everybody hugged said hello hadn't seen each other in a little while it's like all right cool let's start working on this song today and we're like oh like we're not gonna have like a long discussion first and it's like no, no we well here's the ones that we picked you guys picked yours we're just gonna start and uh and like that's like that's how the whole session went it's just like um so easy to work together and it was cool um i think brett like i think we all like kind of dialed back i mean you if you listen to this versus the first one like it's not like there's no like heavy guitars or anything but it's definitely less like pedal heavy and distortion heavy and like we're just kind of like playing a little more raw and that's how we wrote the songs and and brett like embraced that energy like and then like amplified that even like super well um so yeah i'm, I'm stoked you you dig the sound on the three i mean he's uh such a huge huge part of it yeah it doesn't surprise me to hear seeing the way that he beats the shit out of his drums live <laughs> <laughs> is absolute like also yeah by far like probably my favorite drummer to watch play it's just so silly i feel so so bad for his drum heads it's just not, it's not fair <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I don't want to take too much more of your time up here. Um, final question I like to always ask someone when I have them on here is, so there's a lot of people out there that want to do something like on the creative aspect of things, whether it be start playing music, start writing music, do a podcast, get into writing scripts, whatever it may be, that they just mm -hmm. never take that jump because it's like, um, uh, will anyone care? Am I going to get lost doing this? Will I, the luster of it go away? What's a piece of advice you would give to somebody that wants to do something like that and just hasn't taken that leap? Um, I mean, the, the, the easiest way to say it is take the leap. Um, and, but like I, like for myself, like I'm like a very, uh, while emotional, like I'm a very logical and like practical person as well. Um, and like, and, and I always, I, always have had to like evaluate like well if i do this what's going to happen if uh it doesn't work out or like i should do this because it makes more sense on paper and like even going back to like um hearing italian smokes for the first time i was kind of at a point where like well like can we you know we're coming out of like not being able to tour for a few years like can this band like really sustain itself um and i just like hearing that i was like, oh yeah, like you actually care about this. If it's something you care about, it's not harming anybody else in any way, and you can figure out a, a way to make it work. You know, with 
between your your loved ones, yeah, anybody you care about financially, if you, there's like a glimmer of any chance of just like that making you that much happier than you already are, just take that chance. Um, it is so, so worth it. And uh, that's definitely not saying it's easy, but, um, you know, being satisfied, you know, I, I guess you're, you know, kind of asking like specifically artistically, like if you have that drive, um, there's really little to no reason to not, you know, at least take the steps you need to take, even if they're baby steps to like really go for it. Um, it's not going to work out the way that everybody wants in the end, like whether that's like whatever level of fame or uh, notoriety or anything like that. But like, if it makes you feel better at the end of the day and you're getting out art out there the way that you intended to, that is what's most important. Couldn't agree more. So thank you very much for jumping on. I appreciate you. Appreciate your time on uh, and then wrapping Thanks up so again. Late Waves, self-titled, second full-length record comes out this Friday, September 29th. Pick up a copy, yeah. stream it, get out to the show if you're in that area at uh, end of October. Thanks again. Um, hope you guys have a great rollout with this record. Hope to see you come through you. Pittsburgh area sometime here soon. Catch a show. We will, uh, we will make sure that Pittsburgh is uh, in the near future amongst stuff. We, uh, we haven't announced it and stuff we're working on for next year, so... There's a there's a great venue out here in this area uh, called Preserving. That's also it's a record shop slash venue. I think you would love it there. Oh, we haven't played there yet. Oh, that's awesome. I don't know if we maybe we've been in there. But we definitely haven't played there. That's good to know though. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, for sure. All right, man. Have a good one. Have a good rest of your week. Appreciate Thanks. you. Thanks so much. Appreciate you. Take care.